It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Really, Angels? You know, this is why we can't have nice things. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And did I did I come in too early? I don't know. Ah, heck with it. Hello, baseball fans. And welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. If I wasn't, how could I have a lower third where I call myself Sully? I am an Emmy-nominated television producer who has been a baseball podcaster for well over a decade now. And this is my fifth full season here as a member of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can follow us at Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter and on Instagram. I am your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. And today's episode is brought to you in part by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks, and you can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See terms, uh, Sleeper's terms of use for details, and it's currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Um, follow us, uh, you know, follow us on all the platforms that you've been listening to. And there you go. Hey, let's uh, just talk. Let's take care of a couple pieces of business here. Um, the uh, the trivia question I had the other day was, um, when was the last time the World Series was played with the person who would go on to win the MVP in the National League? playing on the NL team. There were both MVPs with it. The AL MVP and the NL MVP were both involved. And uh, Mike uh, Presnowski, who's at Prazmaster on t- on Twitter, X, whatever the hell it's called now, uh, the trivia answer, it was 2012. Buster Posey uh, of the Giants, Miguel Cabrera of the Tigers. Uh, that was actually the first year I was doing the old Sully Baseball Daily podcast. And so I remember that year quite fondly. A lot of people believe that Mike Trout deserved to be the Rookie of the Year and the MVP. It was a tough sell uh, to have him be that because Cabrera won the Triple Crown. And for those of you who've been following the show for a while, know that I have what I call the Coen Brothers rule, which is that if you wind up winning multiple awards, uh, I can't get upset for the years that you don't win it. You know, the... I may say, oh, the Coen brothers should have won an Oscar for Miller's Crossing, but they've already won four Oscars. We can't get upset about that. Hey, um, uh, Court Stell also got that correct. Hey, uh, Jonathan uh, Bishop uh, sent me a message on um, YouTube, and he says uh, he's been listening long enough to know that I'm a teacher. Yes, my my full-time job is a teacher. I'm back. I'm recording this one in the school today based on some of the news I got uh, this morning. He said, kudos for hunkering down in the handicap stall to shoot this during your day. Yeah, uh, I was in an I was in a classroom uh, that wasn't being used to record yesterday's show. And he's right, though, the angle of it. I'm actually in the same room now, but I found an angle that wasn't quite as bleak. So looking back at it, yeah, look, I was recording it from the stall of a boys room. Uh, that is not the case. Uh, I am a special education teacher. That's what I do 
when I'm not podcasting. I do both of them. And I have great pride in both of the work that I do. I work with a lot of kids who are on the autism spectrum and have various kids who need other forms of uh, accommodations and modifications to their teaching, uh, to their, their learning curriculum. Boy, that was a long way to say I'm a special ed teacher. So yes, that's what I do also in my time. Uh, but now we're going to talk baseball. And I've been you know, I had the afternoon show I did here, and I said, oh, I wonder what I'm going to cover today. I wonder if any big news is going to cover today. Have you ever had um, – this happens to me every once in a while. I feel like, oh, like I hurt my shoulder. I, I tripped on a, a garden hose a few months ago. And I occasionally just sort of, you know, I'm just, I just sort of work through it. I just sort of work through it. I can do this. You know, I, I, I'm not, I can't throw a javelin much anymore. But, um, yeah, sometimes you just sort of walk through the pain. Have you ever – try to walk through the pain and it winds up costing you hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, that's what kind of sort of happened with Shohei Otani. And man, he was, he, they had a double header between Cincinnati and the angels. And at this point of the year, those games really only mattered for the angels um, for the, for Cincinnati because the angels are out of it and they are, they're, they're dropping like a rock in the standings they have no relevance okay Otani came out to pitch in the first game and he wasn't sure if he was not a hundred percent uh wasn't a hundred percent but he pitched anyway pitched a couple innings and was taken out ah, he's got some he's got some tiredness in his arm well that gulp you heard was not from Shohei Otani's game not just from him but also from all of his representatives because it turns out that there wasn't a little arm fatigue. He wasn't feeling 100%. He pitched through it anyway, and now he has a torn UCL. Now he's going to have Tommy John surgery. Now he's not going to pitch anymore in 2023, and probably not for 2024. You know, when you're about to make a half a billion dollars, and you feel... 99.9999999% that 0000001% should tell you, no, nope, not going to pitch anymore. That's what he should have said when the Angels made the grotesque decision to not trade him. I said on this podcast, they had two choices. Call him up and say, what's the number? Give me the number it will take to have you sign right now. If the response was, I'm going to test out free agency, then they had to trade him. And now, instead of saying, hey, some other team has him for the stretch run, he said, if you can't have him, nobody can. Tommy John, he's not going to pitch next year. Suddenly, his value as a free agent, which is still through the roof, but it's no longer this, oh, my God, he can change the trajectory of a team. He is no longer a, I mean, I don't think he's going to win the Cy Young Award this year. I think Garrett Cole is going to win the Cy Young Award for the, for the New York Yankees. But he is still having a fine season. He's still a very good starting pitcher. And to have a very good starting pitcher also lead the league in home runs and take up one roster spot on your team, that is a value that we have never seen in free agency, and now we're not going to. We are not going to see that happen with him. 
Why? Because he went out and pitched a garbage time game. Okay, maybe that's not 100% fair because the Reds are now in a uh, uh, half a game uh, in the wild card position. They have the, the third wild card spot and they have half a game on there. And so, okay, fine, 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 fine. It wasn't a garbage time game, but still, Otani is gone. He's not the the idea of an elite pitcher and hitter hitting free agency as one human being is now not going to happen. And the Angels have just ruined everything about this. How long has Otani been with the Angels? Since 2018? Zero winning season. Winning season, zero 500 seasons. And they had Mike Trout in his prime. And the entire career of Shohei Otani. And they've not been able to put a 500 player on the uh, 500 team on the field. And now Otani is going to the free agency, yes, with tremendous value, but not this unicorn that we couldn't comprehend. And by the way, did you see Trout's back on the injured list? Because he came back. Why? Because he's Mike freaking Trout. And he realized, I only got a couple more weeks left to play with Shohei Otani. But now he's on the injured list. Everything about this stinks. It stinks that this prime was said. Thank goodness we had the World Baseball Classic with them. At least we had some fun there. With Trout's prime, which, you know, he's starting to get injured more and more. And the days of sluggers staying healthy deep into their 30s mysteriously ended right around the same time that PEDs were being tested for. So Trout's great prime is probably not that many more years. And we don't know what's going to happen to Otani. Yes, he's going to get a big contract. Yes, his great-grandchildren will be able to go to law school based upon what he makes. Okay, he's going to make more money a year than I could imagine in a lifetime. I understand that. Although, keep in mind, I am a special ed teacher. That's where they make it rain. But still, we can't even have the down-the-stretch moment of wondering what will happen. Everything about this stinks. Hmm, I don't feel really 100%. Well, guess what? You play for the Angels. You know? Ironically, and, and there was a, who the hell wrote the, there's someone wrote a, a good article about this. Um, I, I, I have it here. Uh, it's on the MLB.com. Um, who, who wrote this? Sorry, I'm gonna, I got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, Will Leach, is that how you pronounce it? L-E-I-T-C-H, Will Leach, um, who said that ironically, this may help the Angels resign him. Maybe if he comes on and says, hey, give me a two-year contract extension with the Angels and I can build back up my, you know, get through my Tommy John year and then show I can still be a pitcher. But here's the problem with that, okay? He's already had surgery once. We've already missed. We've already had a year where he wasn't a pitcher. Otani is, he's going to be 30, you know? And 30's not old, but 30's not young, especially what we see in baseball. And the sad thing is, he is, well, he's reminding me of another unicorn-type athlete and not in the good way, not in the way someone would want to be remembered.
you know, we got some big games coming up. And, you know, based on yesterday's game, the Yankees finally um, broke their winning – they broke that long losing streak. I hope someone went to Sleeper and said, hey, Judge, I think he's going to home run. Hell, I think he's going to get two. Heck, he may get three. Mookie Betts, he's like, hey, I think Mookie Betts is going to get a hit. Maybe two. Maybe three. Maybe four. Heck. Maybe five. That's when you go to sleeper. Do you think that someone's get those kind of stats? Well, on sleeper, you can swing for the fences with a 100-time payout. All you have to do is choose two or more players like I just did with Judge and Mookie Betts and select more or less in their stack categories like home runs, strikeouts, hits, and more. Get your picks right, and you can win big. You got more stack categories to place on like home runs, triples, stolen bases, and the dynamic payouts are live. Dynamic payout, for those of you who don't know, I'm sure you know, but in case someone you know wants an explanation, it means that each player's projection now has a multiplier attached to it, as opposed to preset multipliers based on the number of legs in a contest. So, with dynamic payouts, also comes more stat categories to place contests on. You get higher payouts than other apps with fewer picks. So, use promo code LOCKEDON, you get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply, and see Sleeper's Terms for Use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper. When are you going to check out Sleeper? Check out Sleeper today. Um, another unicorn athlete finished his career with the Angels in kind of a sad way that a lot of what could have been, and that was Bo Jackson. And Bo Jackson was in many ways like Otani in that he was an elite baseball. I mean, he was a, an all-star who dynamic defense, great power, great stolen bases, and was an, an elite football player. And when that was happening, when I was in high school, like he just captivated the world, or at least he captivated everyone in America. The idea that he's so good at these two things and he can play at an elite level at these two sports. And it's one of the great what ifs in the history of sports is if what if he didn't injure his hip as badly as he did? We needed a hip replacement. Could he have continued at that high level as a baseball player and as a football player simultaneously? We saw other players do something like, you know, uh, Deion Sanders was obviously a wonderful player, both as a baseball player and a football player. And that was a lot of fun. But what Bo Jackson did, the level of it was so amazing. And with that injury sort of built up his mythology, built up the sense of, oh, he was so great. And if he didn't get injured, think about all the great things that could have happened. I don't want to see that happen with Shohei Otani. I don't want this to be it. I don't want a bunch of losing seasons with the Angels be the end-all, be-all. And in a way, that kind of did happen with Bo Jackson, who only got to play in the postseason once in his career, later in his career when he was with the um, Chicago White Sox. He got to play in the postseason. He actually he didn't he didn't get a hit in the playoffs against uh, against the Toronto Blue Jays, and it was kind of a kind of a bit of a letdown. You know, I don't want the great highlight of Otani's career being him striking out Mike Trout in the World Baseball Classic. As much fun as that was, and it really was. I don't think anything will ever get more people interested in the World Baseball Classic than that final. But still. I wanted a World Series moment. I wanted a, a, a great playoff moment. 
doesn't have to be a championship. I mean, like Ken Griffey Jr. had his moment. He never even got to a World Series. But the moment when he scored on the, the Edgar Martinez uh, walk-off hit against the Yankees in 95, that is a all-time great postseason highlight. We haven't had we haven't had that with Trout either. But at least Trout's got to play in at least one playoff series. I don't want this to happen. You know, sometimes when you protect a pitcher from injury, you know, sometimes people can overdo it. But sometimes it turns out to be the right thing in the long run. Look at Steven Strasburg. Steven Strasburg, who's announcing that he's going to retire at the end of this year. I was completely, if you went back and listened to the old Sully Baseball episodes from 2012, I killed Rizzo and the Nationals for not going for it in 2012, resting Strasburg. Especially when you look back that the pitching staff for the Nationals fell apart in that series against the St. Louis Cardinals. And gee whiz, they were sitting one of their best pitchers. And I said, you don't know when you're going to be in that situation again. In the end, that turned out to be the right decision. Because in the end, Strasburg had a nice long career. And when they finally did win the World Series in 2019, he was the World Series MVP. So it worked out. It paid off. But it's not paying off with Otani. So look at He's still going to make a lot of money, but if you're the Angels, you say, hey, what if we give you two years? You build yourself back up, and that gives you two years to uh, put a playoff team around them. But if that's the case, you also have to fire everybody, everybody, the general manager, the scouting department, the farm directors, everyone short of the people making the, the the bags of popcorn. And even then, I want to see a job evaluation. They have to change everything and make Otani realize, okay, we're serious about it now. Sorry, the first six years we were messing around. I still wouldn't resign with him fire him. I still wouldn't. And if I'm a team, I'm saying, hey, do we just get a $300 million coupon on Shohei Otani? I hope not because I want to see him – I want to see him – pitch and hit and i want him to be paid handsomely for it man everything about this stinks um you know the funny thing is is that uh right now i'm recording this as uh the yankees and the nationals are playing it's 5-4 washington in the eighth um, you know, the Yankees are rallying. The Yankees could wind up uh, winning that game. I don't know the answer to that. The Red Sox are absolutely blowing the doors off the dump in Houston. They have an 11 nothing lead. That's pretty unbelievable. Oh, the bell rang. Better wrap this up pretty quickly. Uh, but the fact of the matter is um, you can't always look at strength of schedule. Can't always look at strength of schedule because you don't always know which team is going to go on a great run even when everyone – uh, counts them out. I mean, take a look at the Washington Nationals. They were uh, the end of the All Star break. They were the worst, second worst team in the National League, and they have won twenty out of their next thirty one games. Strength of schedule is a myth. You don't know who's going to be really great. And down the stretch, things can look great for teams that look real. So you know, good for the Nats for showing up, and also good for the Mets. You know, if you can't give a team a present, they don't have a present, you're offering a little hope for the future and remembering the past. And Daryl Strawberry and Dwight Gooden were two of the great figures in the, the one of the greatest moments in New York Mets history. And while 
like Otani, they didn't have all of their great potential uh, come to fruition. They electrified the city in a way that, for people of my generation, is worth celebrating. The Mets are going to retire both of their numbers. So good for them and good for the Mets for honoring their past. So look it. It's a rough day when you get news like this, but sometimes you got to move on and hope that things happen. Let's do our trivia question for today. Uh, Yankee fans love to talk about all their World Series championships they won. The 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 Yankees actually acquired Gooden and Strawberry to come to the New York and win championships, both with the Mets and the Yankees. They're the only people to ever be on the active roster for a Yankee championship and a Mets championship. But the Yankees fans love to talk about their titles. Who was the name of the person who got the save to clinch the first ever Yankee World Series title? That's your trivia question. Send it here, either on YouTube or Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter or on Instagram. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Lamenting the news of Shohei Otani and trying to move on. This has been Locked On MLB for the 24th day of August, 2023. I got to head back to class. I'm Sully. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.